Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey there, Forever Dog listeners. I'm Michael Wolf, And I'm Colin O'Brien. And we're the hosts of America's loudest podcast, Literati! Sorry, sorry. Uh, We are recording in the library. Literati is a podcast about books and the idiots who write them, featuring real readings from some of your favorite authors. And some of your favorite comedians pretending to be authors. Mostly that one. Plus, we dole out tons of amazing unsolicited writing advice because we believe everyone has at least one great novel in them. Hey, just last week, I had to get a novel surgically removed from my small intestine. I accidentally sat on my bookshelf, and now I have three good novels inside me. Very impressive. New episodes of Literati are premiering on Monday, February 4th, and every Monday after that until we die. And that is contractual. Stick around until after the show to hear a special sneak preview of our interview with comedian Josh Sharp reading under his pseudonym, Clint Dimples. And be sure to subscribe to Literati on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's the end of Of that that chapter. Forever Dog Hello and welcome to another episode of the American Arts and Culture Review Podcast. My name is Whitmer Thomas and I'm joined by my number one co-host, Clay Tatum. Today on the podcast, we'll be talking about the um, Lego movie. We'll also be discussing uh, Rod's love life. Um, Rod needs a mate. It's Valentine's Day, and it's his birthday. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. This is the American Arts and Culture Review. Hit it, Craig. Baby, play that Jay's on the keys, baby. Come on. Thank you for listening to the podcast. You said baby like at least I know six before times. yeah before the podcast I told it I would say uh, I need to stop fucking saying that and also um, another uh, goof I did was uh, I have a hit at the end of the song where like the perfect place for me to stop the song it's a hit and it's nice and I got really antsy and I think my headphones fell off and uh, but uh, but you didn't do it but it's okay because t- uh, this episode is uh, not about hate not about hating the dumb shit you say or uh, every time you screw up on the freaking keyboard which is you're supposed to be really good at it uh, it's a day where you're, you're supposed to love because it's Valentine's Day and I'm horny yeah, I'm, <laughs> and so am I. I'm horny too. Let me check. And, yeah, and see. Oh, yeah, see. Definitely and I'm horny. horny. <laughs> um, Valentine's Day is a day for people to fall in love and to be horny. Yeah, and it's really a day to procreate. Yeah, it is a day to procreate, and so that's why today we have a very special Valentine. You ever wonder why is everyone born exactly nine months after uh, Valentine's Day? Well, now you know. Yeah, now you know. That's basically the case for every, most people. Everybody. Everything. So there is there is some rare cases where that's not the case. Yeah. But so today we're having a very special Valentine's Day episode, and that's why there's no guest today. It's just our number one audience well, member. Um, today's episode is actually super secret, and uh, it's an episode that um, you really shouldn't be listening to, and you should um, 
rod's ears only because it's either for rod's ears only or people who are who might really want to know some info about rod and yeah, that's why if you're a real snoop about rod i'd say cool. yeah everybody's always asking about that mysterious character of rod so today we decided not to have a guest so that we can really get to the nitty-gritty of rod's personal <laughs> life that way rod can today's hope- episode is with ronnie barry and hopefully today after today rod will be able to find a mate that's that's what I'm here for. That's why I come to every show. I try to. What does it feel like to be the first to be a guest <laughs> uh, on this podcast? It's actually it's always been a dream of mine. Um, it's really nice that you guys didn't make me pay to be in this episode. How painful is it? Yeah, typically Rod will Venmo us a couple bucks for each episode, so that and depending on how much he Venmo's him is how much we kind of include him. him. Yeah, how how loud he turn on his mic? <laughs> yeah, I'd say forty bucks. Okay, that's pretty good. That's about halfway. Yes, but I didn't have to pay this time, which is actually very nice of them. Yeah. And so, that's what we're known for. Before we get into the nitty gritty that is Roddy B, um, today we, we, Rod and I, and um, every Clay also saw, (laughs) we saw a movie about Legos. What the heck? Yeah, it's wild. They made up a whole story about these little things that you know about them because we used to play with them as kids. When I was a freaking one year old. Basically, when I was a baby, I loved these little building blocks called Legos. Legos. Uh Some people say playing Lego. I say no. I say Legos. Okay. I play with Legos. I'm playing Lego. No. I say I'm playing with Legos. I... I am playing with, with Legos. Legos. Yeah, yeah, but some people say playing Lego. And to those people, I say no thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's think of a catchphrase for stuff that I don't like. Okay, so what do you like? For those like? people, I say... I like no, no thank no, 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 you. No, hurry, hurry, wait. Go, go, go. I was going to say, so what? So what? But that's not good. You want to take so, two on that one? Yeah, so for those people, I say... Don't pause. Go. For those people, I say cat. <laughs> Cats out of the bag, pal. You're Cats not out of the bag, pal. nice. Cats out of the bag, hey, pal. pal. Suck my dick. <laughs> so, bitch. Yes, bitch. Oh, you got it. Suck my dick, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. So, yes, I say playing with Legos. If you're a person out there who says playing with Lego, Legos. you can suck, suck my, my dick, bitch. <laughs> yes, I love this. We should make a t-shirt. Yeah, so that's our next oh, shirt. Wait, I thought it was cats out of the bag. Cats out of the bag. Oh, yeah, cats out of the bag. Suck my dick, bitch. <laughs> All right, and so that, that's my new thing that I say as All a right. hot take, so hey, just be ready for that on the podcast. Go ahead and print that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, fucking t-shirt. And wearing around your so friends. So this, this movie about Legos is called Lego Movie, the second the part. The second part. There and, was another part. Okay, and Rod and... Help me through this one with every detail because there is a lot of stuff going on with these this, these building blocks. Yeah, so uh, so you start so if you saw the first Lego movie, you know it ended yes. with uh, the a little sister being introduced in the real world that affects the Lego world that our characters, our favorite characters, Emmett and Wildstyle, live in. Mm-hmm. And then there's these more babyish kind of building. That's the little Legos. sister builds those and ones. And they come into the cool Lego world, and they're talking baby voices. is very funny. Yeah. And that's the end. And that's where this one begins. That's uh-huh. how that movie ends? Yeah. After Will Ferrell is revealed to be the dad in he's the real world. president business. He's also the dad. Yeah. I'm Ron Burgundy? Yeah. Ron Burgundy's <laughs> Ron Burgundy himself. From the Ron Burgundy podcast. Yeah. Oh. And so he... Let's... 
yeah, so he... Wait, actually, Clay, can we do a side podcast where you're just doing a Ron Burgundy impression and interviewing everyone? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try my best, my guy. Do, do your best, Ron Burgundy. Okay. Uh, okay, wait. It, you're interviewing uh, Wit, and he's Paul F. Tompkins. Okay, you're yeah. Paul F. Tompkins. Classic okay. podcast. <laughs> Classic podcast. Uh, should we do an ad? For what? <laughs> Uh, let's do it for. Let's do an ad for our pod. Let's have them do an ad read for our our podcast. Yeah. Hey, is, uh, my guy, is what's a good uh, thing that we can do a podcast uh, advertising for that would not uh, offend anyone? <laughs> do you want me to pronounce some coffee? Yeah, can you pr- pronounce some coffee? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> We're doing free coffee for yeah, a company. Yeah, you're doing coffee. Let's, let's, let's make it up as Warby Parker as Ron Burgundy. No, I think I want to do Zola. Oh, okay. What are you doing? I'm doing Zola. I don't it's know. It's a new hot brand. Zola is my Do new favorite Do it as Ron company. Burgundy. What are you doing? Okay. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm well. Ron Burgundy. Um, what is he? What's his thing? What's his thing? In his way of internet? talking? He's like, he's like, he's like special needs, right? <laughs> No, he's regular. He's a guy. Well, then what's so funny about him? He has a the mustache. Way he talks is funny, man. Why is it funny? He says, he says, mm, I don't know, scraps. Mm, yes, mm, no. he, he talks like a newsman, but he's dumb. Yeah. He's special needs. I don't know that he's special needs. Okay, he's just so, like regular so dumb. Can, can y'all, can I, can, wait, can you help me through this Ron Burgundy impression that I'm going to have to do? Yeah, so you have to start with, mm, you have to <laughs> extend your chin. Yeah, just like that. Mm. I'm Ron Burgundy. No, and you gotta go lower. What? And you go. I drink milk out okay. of the refrigerator. Okay, so wait. Well, actually, can we take a break here? Yeah, let's take um, a break and let's go to an ad from Zola. <laughs> Hi. Wait, sorry. Fuck, I fucked up. Wait, let me get a good one here. Fuck. Oh wait. Hi, I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, and uh, I love Zola. What's Zola? Zola, the wedding company that will do anything for love, is reinventing the wedding uh, planning. I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. I love love. Um, it's a registered experience to make the happiest moment in a couple's lives even happier. Paul Tompkins, how about you take a ride on this? Okay, I'm. I can, you kind of sound like me, dude. I'm Paula. I'm Paula Tompkins. You sound like Ron Burgundy. Start with a free wedding website. It's so easy and it takes dude, you're just minutes to set up. Sound like you're in the Roaring Twenties. That's his thing. Our 100 beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that fit any couple's style and every type of wedding. You can put your Zola registry on your wedding website. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm cutting this off. We're stopping. Well, off. you made me do that. I don't know how to do Paula Tompkins. <laughs> I don't know how to do Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron. Mm, hello, Scraps. <laughs> you sound like Paul Tompkins. Yeah, that's a really good Paul Tompkins. But okay, before before that, then the easiest way to plan a wedding is through Zola. So use that. <laughs> um, well, that brings that's that brings me to the next part of the movie Lego okay. Movie, because right. it cuts five years later, and now Emmett is living with Wildstyle in a dystopian future because the baby to- the baby Lego has destroyed everything. Mm-hmm. So they live in like a Mad Max style world, and that's it's, so current. And it sucks. And all they do is drink coffee and like wear uh, earth tones. Yeah, they brood. They wow. do a lot of brooding. Mm, seems yeah, like kind of my dream world. Yeah. And Emmett has built this funny little house. It's all colorful and nice. And Wildstyle says, "Don't do that. That'll attract the baby toys." And guess mm-hmm. what? It does. 
and the baby toys come and they kidnap Batman. What? Yep. They kidnap Batman, Spaceman, Pirate Man, uh, and Wildstyle. Unikitty and Wildstyle. Yeah. And so they kidnap all these guys and take them away, and Emmett's got to get them back. Okay, so Emmett is on his way to get them back, and then while he's doing that, he runs into a guy who looks like Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. And Kurt Russell says, I will help you. Wow, this is a very current movie. They're, they really have their fingers on the pulse of the nation. Yeah, absolutely. I mm. will help you, says Kurt Russell. Okay. Kurt Russell helps him, and he's teaching him how to be a bad badass. Because that's what yeah, Emmett is and, uh, missing. He's too nice. But also, if you don't know, Emmett is voiced by Chris Pratt. and um, He's so funny. And Kurt Russell is also voiced by Chris Pratt. And Kurt Russell is like... He's like what Chris Pratt is now. Like yeah. that's like his bit. Yeah. Like he trains raptors. He's a space space guy. Right. Just like in Chris Pratt movies. Right. Chris Pratt. Is so Cuz Chris Pratt was cast in Lego movie before he was probably such a big action star. Yeah. And they make jokes about it how like uh, Chris Pratt has like a doughy face that's and so how Russell funny. Brand is all chiseled. That's or so Kurt funny. Russell <laughs> which is like whatever. So yeah. Anyway, so he's t- teaching him about it, and um, then they get there, and they re- and then you're getting you're getting to where the baby Lego is, where it's taking Batman and Wildstyle and everybody, and there's just a ba- the, there's a baby Lego, or just there's a baby with Legos. No, there's a baby Lego. Yeah. Like, right. There's baby Legos, like like that's how these movies work. Like there, you don't see the baby; you just see the. Thing that the baby is coming up with. So yeah. baby is like God, which is kind of like yeah. in real life. Yeah. God in real life is a big fat baby. Well, yeah. <laughs> He's a baby what? in a manger. Ba- yeah, God's a big fat baby always whining about crap. He's always, and that's what, cre- that's what have God you ever is? thought of like when there's rain coming from the sky that's like God's tears? Well, God that's sad. freaking cry baby. Get over it. Have you ever thought of that? I did think about all that all the time. I read the Bible all the time. time. I go, <laughs> Stop complaining, you big fat baby. Well, how about this, though? So if that's the case, is thunder when God farts? That's gross. Dude, that's crude. (laughs) That's stuff I've been thinking about. So the baby Legos place is uh, hosted by Tiffany Haddish. And Tiffany Haddish is evil, obviously. And she has a henchman who's obviously evil who wears a helmet and has a scary voice. And Mm -hmm. they're trying to brainwash everybody by making them listen to happy pop music. And they brainwash Superman, Green Lantern, and Wonder Woman. Right. Yeah. But the way that you don't brainwash, you just make them listen to OK Computer by Radiohead. Right, exactly. And that is an actual joke in the movie. That comes much later, but that is a joke. And they're really funny. (laughs) Yes. That's why we have weak coin. Yeah. That is an actual, literal joke. <laughs> okay. So, um, so uh, Wildstyle is saying, I'm not listening, but everybody else is like, I'm listening. And so they're all getting brainwashed. But they're also having a lot of fun. And they're also having fun. And Tiffany Haddish is falling in love with Batman mm-hmm. in the meantime. And Batman is also falling okay. in love with Yeah, and Batman brainwashed. proposes. And then finally, Chris Pratt gets there with Kurt Russell. And... Kurt Russell says, here's the plan. This is what we got to do. Chris Pat's like, okay, I'm going to be a badass. And he learns cool. to break. That's he it. learns to break things instead of build things. Oh, wow. Yeah, sometimes you have to break to build is what it's kind of saying. Mm-hmm. So they get there, and then 
Wildstyle was like, oh my god, thank god you're here. And it, this is an hour, this is like an hour and a half into the movie. And you're just smiling through this whole movie. Yeah, my face hurts smiling, from the laughing, laughing, the smile, the laughing, and the laughing. Clapping, we the smile, and the we smile. We had to stand up for a few <laughs> times. I get up and stretch because <laughs> my eye is hurting. Yeah. Yeah, so um, Wildstyle is like, thank God you're here. Oh my God, everybody's mean, and I'm going to help you with your plan to get rid of this baby Lego's place. And so they all, the plan is in action. Yeah. And then Wildstyle goes, the Wildstyle goes to stop Tiffany Haddish. And then Tiffany Haddish's henchman is like, actually, we're not bad. We just want to be your friend. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And then Wildstyle says, oh, okay. And then she's like, but who's bad? And then they say, nobody's really bad. I guess we wanted to be your friend, but you didn't want to be our friend. And so I guess you're kind of bad. Yeah. Because okay, of that. Can you, okay. But like, why do we watch this whole losing, movie? Who's like actually bad? Okay, I'm, losing, right. I'm losing interest here a little bit. Can you just like, um, uh, uh, I think I lost interest in that zone out a little bit. Can you tell me exactly what happened just real quick? Okay. So they <laughs> thought somebody was bad. Okay. For one and a half hours. Okay. And then uh, an hour, and, and that person was also portray, portrayed like in a, a quicker, bad way. Yeah. And then that person says, "Well, I'm actually not bad. Okay. I'm good, good, like you." And Classic then Wild Style is like, "Oh, okay, okay." That's like, <laughs> that's like the Dan Harmon, like the hero's journey. Thing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so then smart. they get to um, you realize at that point, well, Chris Pratt and Kurt Russell are fighting. And that's bad yeah. because they're fighting good people. Yeah. And so they have to tell them that. And Chris yeah. Pratt is like, you've been brainwashed. By who? By the by, by the baby, song. By the song, the pop music. The pop song. Yeah. That sugary pop music. That, yeah. yeah. And then at that point, yeah. Kurt Russell says, guess what? I'm not Kurt Russell. Russell. I'm you, you in the future. Oh my God. I, do, I ran it. I ran to Doc Brown oh and I, Bill and Ted, and Doctor Who, and Hot Tub Time Machine. Time machine. And I made, oh, it, I made okay. the ultimate time machine. I went back in time. I'm you. Yeah. Yes. 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 And so yes, he, bitch, suck my dick. Yeah. That's my. <laughs> that's my saying. <laughs> you can use it. I'm just really. Excited. And it's also cats out of the bag suck my dick. Yeah, you gotta say cats out of the bag suck my dick. Uh, I don't know about bitch, but it's definitely cats out of the bag hey, suck Witt my dick. Wit said it. Okay. So. Okay, so my, Rod, good point because I know you're trying to get a mate to procreate. Yeah. <laughs> so um, then Chris Pratt realizes, wait, you're me in the future. I don't want to be that. Uh, I got to do my own thing, and I have to fight for what's good and yeah. combine forces. And then the and some bad thing happens, and then the the kids in the real world have to break down all the things they built with Legos. Okay, again, I think I'm I'm losing interest here. Can yeah. you tell? Can you tell me again exactly what happened? Just then? Yeah, just then. Okay, so while all that's happening and they're having dealing with all that conflict, okay. it cuts to the real world okay. where the kids are fighting, the brother and the sister. Okay. And the mom is like, you can't play with Legos Maya anymore Rudolph because... Okay, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Maya Rudolph comes out and Will Ferrell yells from the other room, but you don't ever see him because he so couldn't funny. come in that day. Yeah. <laughs> Which is clearly the most... It's like, yeah, he, um, he, had, he called in. He, he said... He said, honey, where's my pants? Or some classic Will Ferrell line. Something very funny. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a nice glimmering moment. And then uh, uh, my Rudolph says, kids, get rid of these Legos. And they both have to throw them into their their little The storage bins. Storage bins. And while that happens, everything goes dark. Okay. And then uh, future Chris Pratt and current Chris Pratt talk. And then they realize, like... Uh, they can maybe 
actually be on the side of the little Legos, baby why? Legos. Explain to me why. Um, because, oh, because the the future Chris Pratt, oh, he got stuck <laughs> under the uh, the dryer. washing machine dryer. Washing machine, so funny. And he, uh, they didn't come come back for oh, him. Yeah, cool. But it's hard for them to come back because they're inanimate objects. Right. But he did learn how to walk around in the real world. But yeah, he did. And that's when did not I miss explained. That? Oh, I forgot to say it. That's not explained. I'll, out of nowhere, the Legos can walk in the real world. Okay. Only the only Chris Pratt Lego. Yeah. And so, but then, so then, because they come back for present Chris Pratt. Um, Clay, quit tinkering. You seem I'm bored. Sorry, I'm Future Chris Pratt then okay. uh, he says, I'm getting back to the future and then they're That's so funny. I love that right. I do like then, that reference. But then they're like, What does that mean? Oh, he, he explains, watch back to the future. Uh, it's a movie for uh, older kids oh, who are cool. Okay, it's so awesome. And then Chris Pratt disappears. Okay, like evil Chris Pratt, future Chris Pratt. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then regular Chris Pratt lives okay. with Wild Style. Got it. Got it. Got and got then they have a cool new planet that they so live on. So sick, dude. And then, and then the brother and the sister uh-huh. play together. So and good. then everything is awesome again. Sick. Everything is awesome. Well, no, the, the lesson is everything's so not always awesome. awesome. Oh, yeah. But you have to live. But if you play with your little sister, then everything is could, okay. Could be pretty good. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. You got to love your little sister. Okay. Love your little sister like a brother. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically the, the, that's the, the theme. The message, or the message the is love your little okay. sister like a brother. Okay, let me just read this. Oh. So that is the end of the movie. Uh, the movie's four hours long. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we saw it in the middle of the day at the Americana, which I feel like we should start doing is saying where we saw these movies. Okay, yeah. We saw it at my favorite place to see movie at the Pacific Ooh, Glendale Theater in Americana. Americana. Beautiful. Met Rod Welcome there. Welcome to Americana. Uh, uh, Rod, did you and Rod went to J Crew before? Uh, I did go to J Crew for a little bit. Did you see any good stuff in uh, there? No, I'm uh, I'm actually not trying to buy anything from J Crew right now. Hey, Why? Hey, you know, maybe I just I just spent hey. too much of my money at J Crew and Rod, I keep keep your eye on Rod, the prize. Rod, uh, because of this kind of thing where he's trying, he's looking for a mate. He's been buying a lot of stuff at J Crew, yeah. trying to look good to get out there again. Okay. And try to you know get good, and he's been shaving his beard, which is good for eating pussy, and <laughs> yummy. He, he's been making sure to keep his beard saying, trimmed okay. for eating pussy. Uh-huh. Uh, so listen, listen, we're getting we're getting rude and crude here. Sorry, because it's personal. Because it's, just, it's just yeah, we, this we, is private stuff. And we, if you're listening, we no no we if you're listening, that means you're Rodney Thomas Berry. You're one of the boys, and so sometimes we can go rude and crude, and Wick can bring out that nasty b word that he's been making me say this whole episode. He's he's well, actually. I'll say it when it's my turn to say it, but that's not part of the saying. If I been, did say that, I didn't okay. mean to. He's say been it. raising his fist at Clay and forcing him to, to say, say it. That. Yeah. He says, that's true. "I said what I said was, um, I was the thing." Cats out the back, suck my dick, suck my dick, and then Wit has his face of going, and I go, "Dude, I don't want to say that. <laughs> it's too freaking 2019. I can't be saying this crap. Dude. Girls might be listening." And he goes, I don't care. And suck my dick. And <laughs> and then I said it, and it just makes me feel. That's it. true, and I'm sorry, and I'm not going to do that again. I'm an ally. What's not? So um, <laughs> I finished my. I finished my interview. I finished my. 
I, I was, oh, yeah. dude, I was well, so I, excited about this movie. Well, yeah, let's I get Wits rating. I couldn't stop writing, writing. So I'm sorry I'm stepping over your review with So go off, King, and right. suck my dick. Well, it's, that's my saying. But I'm okay. sorry. Catch the So this uh, movie... I mean, I told you about it. It's one of the best six hours I've ever had in my life. <laughs> so good. I was at the Pacific Theaters in Glendale, uh-huh. visiting with my friend. I was having my cherry vanilla Coke and my peanut M&Ms. I easily... Chris, Chris Pratt's voice acting is hilarious. He makes hilarious choices. Uh-huh. Will Ferrell phoning it in. Uh, even phoning it in, he's dynamite number one. Literally so awesome. phoning it. Literally awesome. could just be on... <laughs> Uh, and a, if when I think of a person with a funny voice, let me tell you right away, I think, you think of, of Paul F. Tompkins with his roaring twenty <laughs> comedy. I think of Chris Pratt and Elizabeth Banks. Yes. Those people have yes, hilarious cartoon voices. Yes, sir. And that's why I give this movie a ten out of ten. Ten. That's a perfect score for a perfect movie, which is that means Lego Two is a perfect movie. But what does Rod have to think about it? Oh, uh, you know. So for me, Rod, remember, girls are listening. For me, you get. You get Chris Pratt in there, and that's an automatic five. So you get yeah. two Chris Pratts, that's a ten. I always saw where Chris Pratt is like, I don't know if anyone else thinks this, but he seems like one of the guys. Yeah. Oh, definitely. He does. He seems like a pal of mine from high school I would have hung out with. Honestly, I would love to drink an Amstel Light with if him. I said yeah. Wits, if I said Wits' new saying, uh, warts and all, uh, in front of his face, he would have the biggest smile. He would look like the freaking Joker after I told him uh, Wits' new saying. that. Which Joker? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, the new Gotham, the new uh, that new TV show Gotham. Where Joaquin that, Phoenix. No, 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 no. That no, Gotham no. The show? TV show. Where yeah. That, where that guy looks super freaking happy to be around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, what's your review, Clay? <laughs> so, what is my review on this new Lego Two movie? Uh, Lego Two, even better than the first, um, is what it's, the title is. So my. Hi, my name is Clay Tatum, and this is my review of, um, this is everything I jot down while at the Maricon watching uh, Lego 2 is better than Lego 1. Uh, Lego 2, uh, first 2016, now 2019. Uh, suck my dick, bitch. <laughs> it, it really rolls with the dog. Uh, uh, that's that's the saying. Wit made me say I had no ownership over this. Wit has his fist up again. Actually, like I don't know. I wits. I don't know. I don't know who's wit been hanging out with. Maybe watching this new Aziz set. But I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't assign. I don't like this stuff. I'm just mimicking my best friend. Anywho, Chris Pratt is so freaking funny. Uh, this movie's so freaking funny. Uh, God is a big fat crybaby who cries all the time. He's constantly complaining. Get over it, God. Uh, Will, F- uh, Will Ferrell is too busy for the shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, everything is awesome, but more importantly, Ron needs to uh, make to procreate. So, uh, for everything, for that and everything else I said about, uh, what's problematic new, um, motto and just words he lives by, um, <laughs> that I don't, I don't uh, subscribe, I don't subscribe to at all, um, uh, I give this one a freaking 10 out of 10. Wow. Perfect, perfect, perfect score. Perfect score from the three of us. So that's 10. 
30. Of 10. But there's two 10s, so that's 16. That's a, that's a, that's that a, a D, D minus. That's bad. That's a great D score. Minus. No, that's, that's a, a perfect score. score. It's the best you can I get. I could never say anything about it. I think it, that's one of our worst. That's like our worst it, Okay, movie. I would say this. If you look at the score, this is the worst scored movie. But we have to all agree that this movie is actually like legitimately good. It's... Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> You're right, Clay. And we, we all gave it, it 10 gives out of 10. It a, that's why it gets a, a perfect 16. That's why it gets okay, a baby, D minus, me, baby. Okay. So let, let's like, okay, so listen. We're If this was a fucking Reuben, we're past the fucking sourdough bread. We're getting to the meat of this freaking podcast. Whoa, what is this new analogy? Uh, you know when you're eating a Reuben, eating and you, a Reuben first and you take off the bread. What's no, no, Reuben? you don't take off the bed. You take a bite, and you're taking a bite in slow-mo, and your teeth are just going through the sourdough, and you're like, I'm sick of this bread. <laughs> and then you get that you get that pastrami, and then what's that pastrami? Uh, it hits uh, in that sour it hits your tongue. You're so excited, and that's we're supposed to be. You're like, quit that shit, okay? Um, uh, sorry, what's been acting up since he's been problematic? Um, <laughs> this new problematic way. Problematic way. He thinks he can play. Clay's you see keyboard. Aziz once coming back um, on Broadway, and you start acting like a damn fool. Um, uh, what was I? I was talking about a fucking sandwich. Oh, you're talking Whatever. about Rod the... needs. Rod needs a date because he needs to procreate. And listen, uh, Wit, as we've learned po- past podcasts, he has a dynamite girlfriend, and they, uh, they, their relationship is uh, tip top. It's you, hot and heavy. You hot and heavy. Y'all heard it. Uh, I have a fiance. Uh, and Rod, uh, yeah, that was freaking nobody. He only has his freaking games on his freaking PlayStation. Yeah, so we need to help Rod. So Rod, uh, let me get some music. Let me. Let, this is romantic music. Yeah, romantic music. Um, uh, wait, you wanna? Ooh, this is red hot. Lights and candles, people. Okay, well, basic some See some me. stuff that y'all need to know. The basics about Rodney Berry is that he's six two. He weighs one hundred and seventy pounds. pounds. <laughs> he goes to the gym seven times seven a week. week. Well, he cooks every one of his meals, and he has long, beautiful, sandy brown hair. That's, and this he, is grew, he grew up in Central true. Coast, California, California, with a mom and a dad wow. of, uh-huh. of three boys, his brother Kippy and his other brother Ed. Jumpy and Kippy and Ed. Yeah. Those are my three brothers, Jumpy and Kippy and Ed. So uh, Rod, though, has been single for a couple years. Uh-huh. Maybe a little more than a couple years. Yeah, I think... At least a couple. Yeah, and Rod is the type of lover. I've witnessed Rod's loving from afar. <laughs> and I would describe his loving as careful. When, when, yeah, when Rod's not aware, the wit is. You're watching my loving? He's yeah, he's caring and careful. And he really is a very gentle, patient person. If I had to pick one word, I would pick supple. Yeah, and supple, and he has a Wait, new. Clay, can you say that one more time? Supple. <laughs> I, t- I describe him as very nut, very nubile. Yeah, he's about to say nut. No, he. Well, I a, am a nut. You are a nut in the sack. Yeah, he's a nubile, <laughs> gentle. <laughs> I am a nut in the sack. Yeah. He goes freaking Looney Tunes. So, know. Rod, what are some kind of romantic films that you do like to watch yeah. that you could imagine uh, yourself kind of wanting to show wait, somebody? Yeah, but, okay, wait, but not. Well, wait, no, no, no. Let's get. Let's think. Let's prime him. Okay. You guys are gonna prime me. Yeah, prime him. Okay. Wait. I, got, I was gonna say like Titanic. It's probably okay. That's a good pick. Yeah, and that's a movie that if you showed somebody, it wouldn't feel like mansplaining. It would feel right. like this is a universal film. Yeah. It's not like you're making them watch 
Reservoir Dogs. I might make them watch that too, though. Well, okay, right. That's the first that's thing the that first you thing. shouldn't well, be doing. Usually, when I have a date, I um, I will go and Some we'll watch like players. Titanic for 15 minutes. I'll turn that off and I'll say, "You got to watch this." And you actually do. You ha- you bring your record around along with you, and you actually do a record scratch yeah. <laughs> right before yeah. you turn off. I do the record scratch, and I'm like, "You got, but you got to see." So you do the record and scratch. I put on Reservoir. I've Dogs. actually been. Rod invited me to one of his dates before. It's really embarrassing because I didn't know that he was. Like, I don't know what he was doing. Well, I just wanted. He wanted. So he wanted. He wanted to show off in front of his friends that he's got a date. So like, he brought me over, and then he started watching Titanic. I was like, oh, I like this movie, and then he just started playing this record, <laughs> and it was ACDC Back in Black, which yeah, he, and then he, I Back in Black. Yeah, and then and then right when the movie starts, he did the record scratch. Press the menu button. Went straight to the scene selection to where uh, what's uh, Kate? What's her name? Was naked. He paused it and he goes, well, "This is the only thing I like about most movie." I ride. <laughs> we, you need to talk. And then he, well, and then he stood up, pointed at uh, his Quentin Tarantino poster collection, <laughs> and he made her look at it for a while. So, when, can you straighten out my boy and well, get Rod, him to the I first? Right? I don't get what's the wrong. The first thing that you should not do. Yeah. Is pause it on Kate Winslet's perfect supple titties. <laughs> Do not pause it right there. Girls okay. don't like that. Don't like that's that. for your private quarters. That's for sure. the men's room. If you're trying to take a stroke, oh. that's for when you go to the bathroom. You get the boys out there. Yeah, the other. if you want to take your boy out in your bedroom and, and pause it on Kate Winslet's Supple, <laughs> supple, perfect, supple. We breasts. call that we call that men's room views. Yeah, because every oh. time that's, every time you're at a restaurant, and you pass the men's room. You're like, well, I wonder what's going on in there. That's they're all they're all looking at they're all Kate looking Winslet's at it. supple. Yeah, people are girls are always like, what are guys talking about in the bathroom? Are they talking about sex and stuff with girls? No, no they're, they're jack, watching. They're once, jacking off. <laughs> they're they're watching one the, scene from Titanic and they're all jacking off. Yeah, that's, yeah. We're not having public discussions about our sex life. We're all just. Simply jacking off. I haven't peed in public in decades. No, if I pee in public, it's because I'm coming and there's a little bit of urine comes out. Yeah. Okay, so Rod. True. That's true for everyone. That is your and private. Everyone dogs on you. Rod, that is your private boy time, okay? You cannot possibly. You cannot merge those two worlds. You have to watch after that part in the yeah. movie. Oh. Because some good stuff happens after that part, the boat breaks in half. What? Remember yes. the card? Remember the 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 card gambling hobo that starts the movie? Jack. 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 Yeah. <laughs> the card gambling hobo the is star actually of the film. he's the, actually the star of the film, and he actually wins over this rich girl that doesn't know he's homeless. Yeah. Oh. And their plan is to get back to New York and fall in love, but the boat freaking breaks in half. Yeah. That's pretty and sad. And so they're unable to do that because it freaking sinks and that boy dies. Yeah. Because he can't sit on a door. Yeah. Well, the door. What? It just open. No, the door is in the in the floating water. Right, we don't have time to go over this whole. This okay. Well, but if it were me personally, and it was, do I get to? Do I gotta stand on a door just to see those supple <laughs> nubile tits again? Okay. I would it feels like I'm in the boys' room again. But anyway, so right, I'm just saying right. you gotta save that stuff. Yeah, save you it. Save that. okay, that's pal? private time. And that's I didn't know that. Yeah, that's private time. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, what's another film? Uh, another romantic film. Oh, and the Reservoir Dogs. Don't watch Reservoir no, Dogs with that. the girls, <laughs> but man. The, unless the girls is wanting to watch Rezies. Well, yeah. I, you got a girl who gets horny for Tim Roth? 
Yeah, watch the Resi. Okay, well, but don't say the Resi for unless the girl asks. Unless watch she's Resi. like one of those hot dog eating uh, one of the boys. Right. My, and that's like for me, that's what my girlfriend is. Is she's a type of girl I can have a beer with. That's yeah. cool. That's, you yeah. hit the jackpot. Well, I, I have like listen. I have a classic girlfriend. She likes Barbie dolls and pink panties. Yeah. So like you know, oh. go figure. Yeah, Clay's girlfriend likes dresses. My girlfriend wears a dress and full makeup at all times. But she also when likes having a, a hot dog and beer. Yeah. That's so cool. That's, and when she that's meets, so cool whenever she has to go meet my dad, I make her wear a ball gown. Right, right. <laughs> because, well, just because I'm from the South, like many people uh-huh. know, yeah. and I think that girls should south be South. You do. Girls yeah. should be South, even if girl isn't South. South. Yeah. Really so. smart. So, okay, so Rod, what's another film? Uh, so, I guess... Um, what would you play when you're... Well, one of the... I, I had watched The, the Dark Knight. Is okay, that, right. See, now this is actually no Clay. This is good that he brought. But this oh, Dark Knight, okay. it's like really romantic. Because girls love Christian Bale. They love Dark Knight, and they love Heath Ledge. Heath Ledge. Yeah. But he's okay. They do, and Dark Knight is so like. Oh, but can, Heath Ledge was in one of those like girly movies. Where yeah, he's in a bunch about, of them. Yeah. So, Night's Tale. Dark Knight, we can talk about because. No, you're thinking of the. Uh, Emporium Dorium Magic Emporium. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, I know what you're talking Emporium, about. Emporium Emporium Magic Emporium. <laughs> That's what that, every yeah. girl swoons over that flick. <laughs> the Dark Knight is a movie that is so good uh-huh. that it's actually a good gauge. So if you're on a first date, yeah, you right. pull out a Dark Knight DVD. You want to see if she's one of the Or girls. if you pull out your, it'd be a Blu-ray, your special edition Blu-ray, which comes in the Batman mask, which yeah. comes with a hot dog. You open that. <laughs> What? That's why it's a guy movie. Clay's it comes with, with a hot dog? Clay's came with a hot dog. See, my argument is that Dark Knight is not a guy's movie. It's for everybody. Oh, I thought it was the girl that was one of the guys. Uh, okay, so, no, <laughs> I think well, it's I, a if I did She's say telling that, me that it's I a game. Okay, okay, okay. And I think it's like just a perfect romantic right. romantic film. I, don't, I wouldn't say it's romantic, but I would say it is so good that if you bring that DVD out, in yeah. the, especially if it's in the special edition Batman mask uh-huh. face, uh, Matt, uh, case that okay. would be a good gauge. That's like kind of like saying, "Oh, I love wine." And what do you like, red or cabernet? And if um, the girl's like, the girl would then be like, "Oh, he knows about wine. He's cultured." That's mm-hmm. kind of similar to having a special edition Dark Knight DVD case. Okay. So I'd say Dark Knight is a green light. I think Rod is learning so much. Yeah, this is actually really... I'd I'd say it's a green light for me if he wants to watch Dark Knight. What about you, Clay? I would say, listen, my my, my fiancé is tall. Like I said, she likes Barbie dolls and, like, fucking pink panties and all that stuff. But... And my girlfriend likes that kind of stuff too, but she also likes having a beer and having a hot dog with the guys. With the guys. So we have a different perspective, you know... So I was like, my little pony of sure, let's watch it again for the 15th freaking time. Do you think that's what she would say? Yeah. Well, my, my, my Little Pony Friendship is Magic? Okay, right. so what we're learning, Rod, is you can learn a lot about a girl, I think, by just like asking them stuff. Right. So if you ask them, what? like, what do you think about pink pennies in My Little Pony? And uh-huh. they say, I love that. That's my kind my of stuff. Kind of, yeah. Then you probably shouldn't yeah. watch Dark Knight on your first date. Right. Because it's Joker, too scary. Joker does do yelly stuff in it, which uh-huh. my fiance says. So it says all the time. She goes, I don't like this because the Joker does yelly stuff. Yeah. Oh, it could be scary. So that's like a good gauge. Is like now. So you ask them first. You're like, oh, so what? What are some of your interests? Do you like pink panties? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or do you like. (laughs) 
Or what else would you? Uh, hot dog and dinner. Or do you like hot dog? Do you like a hot dog? At you like the Dodgers game. And the Dodgers game. Do you can't? This my my question is: Can you eat hot dog with boys? Okay, so let's and do let's, okay, case, let's do a rundown. Then there's probably a good chance they'd like the so, dark night. So rundown for everyone listening. Um, this is me, Clay Tan, giving you the, the official triple ACR guide on women. Uh, first, if you go on a date, you ask them, um, "Do you like pink panties or do you like <laughs> denim and hot dogs?" And then from there, you know what to play. You play oh, you're saying denim. Denim. I thought you were saying denim hot dogs. <laughs> I think I'm, uh, oh, yeah. They like the dog hot dogs. I was like, you're doing a drum roll. Drum roll? Hot dogs. Yeah, you know when you get a hot dog, you're like, the dog. I think that's your saying. You're like, the dog hot dogs. Okay, what, okay, my saying. Okay, let's go over it one more time. My saying, I'll say it really slow Dunham hot dogs. <laughs> Now, wait. As low as you can, can you go over your saying? Cats out of the bag, suck my dick, bitch. <laughs> okay. All right, so that's that segment. Um, I think you learned a lot here. Wait, what? why is that going to be over? Oh, I don't know. Just... We're only 40 minutes into this podcast. <laughs> Hey, it's only getting better. Uh, oh, you just keep on looking at the thing, and I just thought you were like, like I thought you were pride. Yeah, I what are you, you trying were to ready. do? Okay, so you want to ask? I thought we Rod only t- asked one. He, I mean, I don't only know got, anything about. We I don't need know it. Least, right now, it's fifty-fifty. We okay, need let it. Let, some, get it. Well, let me play some romantic. Music. One movie gets a pass. The other one is we're not so sure about. God, so Rod, a good date is for for me. I have a bit of culture. I went uh-huh. to Australia three years ago. <laughs> I would take a girl to um, get on a food that is small and easy to eat. You don't want to go to a food tapas. like a, tapas. Do you get tapas? I don't know what that is, Rod. You don't know tapas? What is that? It's a it's like Spanish. It's just like it's small Spanish, small like dishes. It's yeah, like, it's like going to Chili in the freaking appetizers. Oh know, yeah, so that's great, perfect. You go to Chili's, you get that appetizer sampler. Okay, you don't want to take her to ramen or spaghetti. Why? Me personally, I'm staining my my suit. With ramen or spaghetti. Right. Wait, yeah, is definitely. wearing uh, cap and he's wearing the he's wearing the. Whole I'm wearing thing. a cap and gown. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing a, which means top hat. He wants, no, he's wearing the cap and gown. He just graduated. Well, no, I need <laughs> I need my girl to know that I graduated because why, Rod? That stuff matters on to dates, right. and this isn't just uh-huh. girl and boy. This is for girl to listen to also and catch things about for boy, and also for girl to catch things about girl and for boy to catch things about boy. So yeah. they're learning Listeners about are... each other and themselves. Yes. That's what it does. It's important people, single people out there on Valentine's Day, if you're going on a date, wear your cap and gown. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't have you're your... really, you're really like, because the first thing the girl wants to ask you is like, you're educated, right? And that way and they know. You're skipping, right? You're opening the door. You're wearing your cap and gown. You took off. Do I need my diploma or just... You don't have to have the diploma. But if she asks and you don't have it, that's egg on your face, too. That's, well, it's not necessarily because my excuse was on Mitra and I's first date when uh-huh. she asked about the diploma. I said, I don't want to get sauce on it. So if you're taking her Why? to a small food place, uh-huh. bring the diploma because it's very unlikely that you'll get sauce on it. Oh. But if you're taking her to a spaghetti or a ramen, don't bring that diploma. Okay. Don't you should leave it in its frame. On the wall above your bed. Above your bed, yes. Okay? So yeah. that's that's another bit of advice that I have for you. Uh, what else, Clay? 
Uh, okay, so you took off your classic Wentmore Thomas cat by the back <laughs> shirt. You put on your cap and gown just to let her know that you're a freaking smarty. You got your diploma in the back pocket, but if you don't have one, you say you lie to her and you say, last time I brought this out, I got a sauce on it. Um, and now um, uh, you... Also, you go to a small, tiny, small servings place because when you split the bill at the end, it's all less money. This is where I think Clay's wrong. Okay, you gotta split, right? I they, don't they think you pay. should split the bill. I don't think about that. You should. Okay. I think one of you has to decide who's gonna pay. Oh, that's really smart. That's really smart because right. it depends on who makes more money. Yeah. Right. And you if should you're talking be open to her, and she, it's really clear smart. that she makes more money. That's really smart. I think that. She should pay. But if it's <laughs> obvious that she's in a hard spot, it's okay for you to pay. And just make sure, like, it's kind of a So agreed. here's another like, rule. Here's she's going to get you back. So here's, yeah. a, here's a really smart thing to do. This is the best thing. This is the best thing advice me and Wade can give you, which is uh, wear your cap and gown, imply <laughs> that you're smart, but also preface your smartness with, I don't, I don't make that much money. Right. Right. Which is, yeah. So you're, it's you're, a good idea. It's a good idea to get that out. You want them to know immediately that, that you, you don't, don't make, make that much that money. Much. Can you, can you might get a free dinner out of this. That'd be nice. Yeah. Now, uh, Rod, the third thing is... There's, I'm writing this down. You're writing this down. I've been writing this down the whole time. At your house, uh-huh. make sure you have it clean. Yes. Because if it's dirty, girl will walk in the house and say... Oh, I got a lot of work to do. Yeah. And, okay, but now Clay's bringing up another point, which is, oh, I got a lot of work to do. That means if she thinks that... Wait, so I retract so what I said. So if she likes me, she'll do the work. house dirty, because if house dirty and girl walks in and says, I have a lot of work to do, that means girl actually likes you. And that's wow. a good gauge. I guess that's a good gauge, yeah, but also... I think that's, she's, that's smart, Clay. I guess that is smart. Yeah. I'm so trying to she keep says, this girl around. I got a lot of work to do. That means... Well, maybe that's a potential mate. Yeah, she's going to have to finish this work. Well, yeah. no, not that. She has to teach you how to be a queen. Yeah, boy. and don't let her do it. Let her show you how to do it. Yes. Right. Teach teach a you man, say teach Rod to Come play. up with a fun catchphrase. Like, me Rod, me no no. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so we're getting across. <laughs> me Rod, me no no. Yeah, so you're yeah. wearing your cap and gown. That's a catchphrase. You go, I don't make that much money, me Rod, me don't know. No, me no no. Me, me no, no no. no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Me rod, me no no. I don't make no money. I'm in money. my cap and gown. Yes. I, it's so. Is this like a? Have, have we talked before? Is this like a blind date? How's oh, this? this is totally it's like online. Maybe somebody DMs okay, you like, after the podcast. Well, it's right. nice. It's nice to finally meet you. Um, me rod. Well, no, wait. I don't make that much money. I don't make that much money. money. Me rod. Me, me no, no no. And also, I'm a high school grad. I, I also I did. Well, they see that from. Oh my yeah, sir, you're right. So let's not hit that over the head. And I do have my diploma, if you need to see it. And then you take her to your house. And I take her to my house. It's, like, not so dirty, but But it's a little bit dirty. But it does smell like a food that you cooked a while back. Which is good, because she knows she It smells like gym socks. And an old big chicken. Old big chicken. And you say, and she says, oh, yikes. And she puts her... Back of her hand to her uh, forehead. No. Oh, is she that goes, good? Oh, I'm going to have a lot of work to do. And then oh. you say, me, Rod, me, no, no. I say, I bring back my catchphrase. It's a callback. Yeah. And then she, and then you guys laugh. And hopefully that means that she loves you. And then you can ask her, and are you, you ready to procreate? Is that, 
Oh, they ask her if she's ready to procreate. procreate yes. And if she says yes, that is considers that's not that means you're legally married. Okay, and that. Oh. Well, yeah. We can't procreate without Under, God's approval. Though, that is true. Cry, baby. Yeah. He will cry. Because if you literally have sex before you get married, God, God would cry like a big fat cry. I don't want to do that to God. He's my friend. God, God friended me. And then you'll and (laughs) stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why you're my luckiest friend. Yeah. (laughs) God friended you. So. So those are the basic needs. Okay, nice. I think I'm ready remember, to Remember, oh, the number one rule, the number one before anything is to gauge a girl's taste is on the internet oh, the, while yeah. you're planning the date. Uh-huh. Make sure to ask, do you like pink panties and ponies? ponies. Or do you like hot dog and beer with the boys? Yeah, and then uh-huh. after that, you can yell at her all the things that you're into. And yell, if you like video games, girls love hearing about it. Oh, my God. You go. That's so cool. So, like, recently... I was at um, a bar, and there was a man explaining the plot of uh, Edge of Tomorrow Lived I Repeat to a girl, and <laughs> so she loved it, and she was having so much fun. And she wasn't saying anything because she didn't want to interrupt She's, his flow. Yeah, yeah. When you're so interested in somebody, you can't say a word. Yeah, so you and just he was stare your, at them. He was wearing your brand-new T-shirt. He was wearing a shirt. That's actually where I got the saying, is for the idea for the shirt and the saying, which is he's wearing a shirt that said, um, Cats out of the bag suck my dick, bitch. And he was shouting about um, <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow, the better pee, every detail in the plot. And as you, and then Tom Cruise, yeah. he, and then he dies, and then he's back alive again! And you won't believe it because Tom Cruise's performance, he's actually like a really underrated actor. As he, as he came in and goes, dude, where are you that shirt? Yeah. Okay, so. That's um, a new Aziz Ansari shirt. Yeah. Oh, he's in the news. I just can't stop thinking about him. I really Clay, this is a third podcast that you've really not been able to stop thinking about. Your boy Aziz. Dude, I, honestly, he's he's actually is in the news a lot and I just everything I'm reading about is fucking I just love his new uh, go check out I urge our listeners to go check out his new uh, stylist has dressed him now as a rocker guy with a leather jacket because Aziz is back in black baby back from his red state tour when he he says I have enough with this SJW crap come on king if Aziz was right here right now and I had a mallet, I would bonk him on, on the, the head. head. Yeah, you gotta bonk him. I'd bonk some sense into that boy. So, Rod, we have some some advice from some of our listeners. Yes. Okay. Um, so, our friend Peyton Scott on Instagram, uh, well, I asked, I asked, please, please ask questions about Rod's love life. He will answer honestly, is what I said. Okay, Rod, I, listen. Rod, I, I know that you're kind of like a cannon. Like you, you like to, like... You're pretty you guarded. Don't like, you don't like yeah. to show all your cards, but no, really, I, I need you to, like, just, like, unleash the beast here, yeah. my guy. Yeah, so Peyton Scott asks, how is it? How's uh, your love life? I mean, it, I mean, it's pretty inactive right now. It's not really... Uh, after this podcast... Things are going to change. Right. You, I, you're going to have a soulmate and a kid on the way. I hope so. I hope I can soon have a kid. Really? No. <laughs> okay. Rod, Rod, you're about to turn 22. I'm, you need to get your shit straight. Yeah. Rod's birthday is Friday. Yep. And Valentine's Day is Thursday. It's today. Mm-hmm. That's... That's why we oh, need to that's talk today. about this. Yes. Okay, so uh, we literally record this podcast for hours. Before, so, <laughs> Orlea Laflame, 1995. Okay, I'm sorry if I mispronouncing that. Ask, hi Rod. That's when I was born. Would you kiss Adam Levine if he asked you politely? 
Yeah, I think if you ask me politely, yes. I definitely can. Yes. yes, good answer, good answer. Okay. Uh, CJ Toledano asks, does he munch? Oh, um, absolutely, I munch. And yes. I think he's talking about eating girls out. Yeah, no, I do that. Okay, so Rod, you are ready and willing to eat a girl out if she is interested. Right. With consent. Yeah, with consent. Okay. I would never eat a girl out without consent. Okay, good. So that's good for girls because I think girls actually like that. That's really cool. That kind of thing. What do they like? Can you explain to me? When a guy eats them out. When they munch. When they munch. Yeah. A girl goes, actually can really enjoy that. It's very pleasurable for their nerves and their body that causes pleasure tingles. Wait, you're so smart. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) What's a doctor? Yeah. So, girl, ha- yeah. So he's wearing his cap and gown right now. <laughs> Sorry, really I wore it to this because I knew I'd be giving Rod advice. And I wanted to wear my cap and gown. <laughs> yeah. Joey Lands asks, uh-huh. "Is Rod your given name, or is it innuendo?" Oh, oh. I mean, my name is Rodney. Um, is and it- Rod, did you ever change it to Rod because you looked down in, inside your pants and saw something you liked? No, I mean, called, no. Is it Rodney because your rod goes down to your freaking knee, dude? That's no, not at all. Okay, so you're I, honestly saying your dick isn't doesn't go you, down to your knee? No, Rod, <laughs> no, wait, it's wait, wait, Rod, 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 hold up, dude. Hold okay, up. I'm being wait, honest. Wait, everyone it doesn't. Be everyone, sh- it, Rod, I Rod. mean, it's small. Rod, 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 Rod. Rod. let's not. Let's just like just pretend your dick goes. We've been me and Whit been doing it for years. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, my fiance has not seen my wiener. It's why I've, oh, I've never worn shorts around my girlfriend yet. Because <laughs> I told her it goes down to my knee. And when she says like I'm I'm ready for sex. She about to get married i'm just like listen i'm really busy and then you you take papers from under the bed and you start shuffling them they go, I, i'm really busy i just can't i actually keep a briefcase next to my bed at all times oh so when my girlfriend asks me if it's She's time that we can have sex i say oh no i actually i'm late and i run out of the room with a briefcase my girlfriend goes i'm ready for the foot long and i go wait one second and then i she, really can't i'm just really busy right now you just crinkle the papers up in front of her? That's right. I, I actually send myself emails every day. I send myself seven emails <laughs> so that it looks like I have a lot of unread emails. Can you urgent. respond right now. And he goes, oh, goddamn, I really wish I could have sex. Yeah, but I can't. Okay, back to the questions. Okay, can you ask me that question one more time? Sure. Yes. Okay, uh, is Rod your given name or is that innuendo? And no. Rod, no, ask him. No, it's okay. So uh, my name is actually Rodney, um, and that is uh, innuendo because my my rod does actually go down to my knee. Wow! Give him hell, kid. Yeah, <laughs> we'll give him. Thank him. you. All right, Hell J Hammock asks, "Who is the love of his life?" Oh, well, we don't um, know. I mean, I'm I'm single right now. Right, right now, so that freaking Fortnite has been playing. But I guess night. I gotta, I guess I gotta say, um, Overwatch is truly the love of my life. Exactly. What's that? Uh, Overwatch is a video game. It's really cool. I hope to one day explain it to a girlfriend um, loudly. Loudly. Yeah, la- <laughs> You've been learning. I You've hope, been listening. I hope I could shout at her about uh, how how I love playing as uh, Diva and Brigitte and. Uh, Reinhardt. And you know so, she's really interested when right. she stops talking. Like, and she's just if she just stops and sort of kind of just kind of like nods along, that uh-huh. means she really loves it. Or she's reading a menu that the, has like literally like 12 things on it. Yeah, she's been doing it for the past hour. The other things that girls love is when they're 
they're at your house, they love to watch you be good at a video game. Oh, yeah. So well, just really keep old. practicing is all I'm saying, but girls are going to love show, that. I'll do that. I can. Okay, next question. Okay. Uh... 1900 okay face asks hair or no hair on head um now this is for remember it's 2009 for a girl yeah hair or no hair i on mean head. i i think that um hair and no hair i think they both look good yes and uh i think yeah. if that whatever you're comfortable with my potential partner, um, hair or no hair, I, I'm into it. Yeah, so what you're saying is basically whatever makes them feel beautiful is yeah. what you like. Yeah, I like a confident, just a confident person who who feels comfortable in themselves. But also, Ron, but also if you have a sickening, weird fetish, we won't judge you. Because it, it's, I'm not going to sex shame you right. or kink shame you, well, okay? If you're, fr- if you're freaking love it when a girl shaves that freaking head and puts it in your ass, <laughs> my man, well, I ain't judging you. I ain't I mean, judging that. You ain't judging that. That's sex, man. Yeah. It's 2019. We yeah. got to be open. Well, that we got to be open. So if you need a girl to have that bald ass head to show that shit in your ass, then I say, oh boy, yeah. get it done, man. Well, I mean, that's like a thing. That's, that's a thing I will talk about. When we get married, that's yeah. like a, right. a marriage thing is shaving your head bald so you could yeah, then you put watch, it in your you, 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 watch, yeah. you watch V for Vendetta, and then now it makes sense why they yeah. sh- had I'm the like, head shaving scene. And we she gotta says, see V for Vendetta. She says... <laughs> Another movie that girls love to be shouted about. Yeah, and then once the head shaving scene, and then when Natalie Portman says, I'm ready to put my head in your ass, <laughs> now you'll finally and understand. And I'll say... This is it. This, this is, is my it. dream. This is how I get off. Uh, right. Okay. So I imagine. I haven't had sex. And you will. You're not married. But you yeah. have jacked off in all the men's rooms. Yes. Right. Well, we all jack off in all of the men's rooms. Clay, quit jacking off, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, the men's room. I just saw it. I'm from room for all well, guys. Well, he's thinking about V for Vendetta. <laughs> he can't v for stop. Vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite freaking movie. They made a movie better than One that. One other question I had for you, Rod, is okay. like, what's a like type of music that you might like to listen to? Oh, um, just like any. I mean, I love I love jazz and rock and roll. Yeah. And this is, and listen, all right, so let me tell club. you something girls really love. Uh-huh. This, they is love gonna be, this is going to be really good advice. They love pop rock. Pop rock? Yes. Girls Ooh. love Lana Del Rey. Pop rock. They love Lana Del Rey. Uh-huh. They love um, Dua Lipa. Okay. They yeah. love that kind of stuff. Oh, I saw she was on the Grammys. What's yeah, a, yeah. She was on the Grammys singing what's song. What's Angel one? Angel Olsen? Angel... Yeah, they love Angel. Mm-hmm. So, so just they li- love their favorite. Everyone, all girls' favorite artist is um, other uh, girls. Other girl. girls is uh, indie summer playlist by Spotify. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's so a good girls one. That's like good. things about girls. Uh-huh. You see. So if you want to know about a girl, read a book by a girl. Okay. You so understand? read Margaret Atwood's. Um, uh, Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Handmaid, Tale. Maiden's Tale. Can I see the movie too? Uh, TV yeah, show. TV show. Yeah. And get some stuff in your house that is for a girl. Yes. Like girl Tampons, pink ta- panties. That's nice. The tampons or some fresh pink panties. Oh, get some pink panties. If you well, have sure. the money to have stuff like hay or whatever to feed their pony. But also, remember, you have to go, like, you don't know what type of girl she is, so you have to go, uh, I'm going to buy you panties, pink or brown. <laughs> 
<laughs> Those are the two colors they like. But also they might. So yeah, keep that in mind, and keep in Pink mind brown. if they have a pony and if they're going to ride the pony to your house, oh, then you'll you need some hay. pony stuff, and you'll need some like old like half-eaten carrots, a nice brush, and like a good pony brush. Mm-hmm. And what's some other stuff that ponies <laughs> like to eat? Imagine you sugar cubes. Jc Penny with panties. <laughs> going, yeah, this is brown. Yeah, uh, I like these pink panties, but do you have any same style in brown? Brown panties? <laughs> and make sure you say panties as many times as you can. Girls love it when men say panties. So really make sure. Uh, and hey, all- I got some good news for you. You came over to my apartment, and I am... Uh, if I'm gonna, I have, like, I actually have two different. I have all types of panties. If for some reason you've ha- you have soiled your. I have two different types of panties for you to put on. Pink or brown. You can get pink or brown. <laughs> it's pink or brown. Brown is the My Little Secret panties. What's that? You oh, in case they got some stains? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that's why all my underwear is brown. <laughs> yeah, this is the official podcast of brown underwear. <laughs> We're all wearing brown underwear yeah, on here. It's, it's our little secret. That's my little secret. <laughs> yeah, we got a little secret. Just Everything I own, brown. <laughs> Why? My little secret. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, that's another good good way to show is like if she's embarrassed of her brown, having to pick the brown penny option, you can. All, this is you pre- uh, prepared, and you'll go. Don't worry, I got this. I have my little, our little secret. <laughs> and you show her your brown boxer briefs or whatever it is, and then she'll nod, and then she can watch you play video games, and that's a perfect date. <laughs> okay, all right. This well, is a dream date. I, think I can't we've learned wait. a lot today. I can't wait to start get out there, and start dating. Yeah. So everybody, if you are interested in Rod, go ahead and DM him. Um, your address and it'll come right over. He'll visit yeah. you one and one one at a time. Rodney underscore Barry. Um, on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Um, and also one more time, if you need a if you it, once Rod once you do get married, so you can procreate and have a uh, have a child, so uh-huh. so you don't piss off God. And he doesn't cry. In I don't want to piss off. He God. doesn't cry on the freaking river. Uh, go to uh, do uh, 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 Zola. It's, it's the easiest way to plan your freaking <laughs> wedding and register. Love that crap. Happy, was, uh, thank you, Ron Burgundy. Thank you, Ron Burgundy. Va- ha- and happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. Go to Zola. Zola.com slash unique URL, baby. <laughs> yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, and thank y'all for listening. Um, please su- please subscribe. Tell, hey, your- tell your friends about the podcast. Leave a comment, because we really like reading your comments. And if you leave one, we'll read it out loud. Yeah, tweet or at a us. review, I guess, is what it's called. Tweet at us. Do all that stuff. Let's let's just really let's interact with the with the. Let's with the interact with <laughs> the American Arts and Culture Review. We're trying to get that We guarantee you okay. all of the merch that we have is so dirty. We... We make it filthy. Yeah. Um, my name is Whitmer Thomas. I'm joined by the number one host, Clay. And we got our number one guest and uh, audience member, Rodney Berry. Thank you all. Mm, many blessings to you all. Soup. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Hey there. Congratulations. You made it all the way through that episode. Wow. We did not think you were going to be able to do it. it we was barely touch and could. Go. Yeah. Anyway, now that you did, Michael and I have a pretty cool surprise for you. We are going to get high. What? Come on, what are you let's talking light about? up that joint, baby, no, with Colin, our listeners. That is not what we do. Literati is a podcast about books. What? It's not about getting stoned. I thought we were, I thought we had a special treat. You for don't pe- even smoke weed. You freak out. Yeah, but get I was paranoid. Gonna, I thought we had a special treat or surprise for the listeners who made it to the end of yeah, the episode. Yeah, we're going to play them a clip from our show. Not, how would we get oh. everybody high? That doesn't even make Honestly, sense. Honestly, I didn't I I'm I don't really listen to podcasts. I didn't I didn't know if that's they, true. they I'm guessing they had the technology to do no, that. No, they yeah. don't. That's such a weird no, Colin, we're not going to get anybody high. We're not getting high. Okay. I actually think that you shouldn't be promoting that on this podcast. Yeah, okay, people fine. That. But if you want to get high at home, sure, do it. But we're not promoting I, it. Well, I, that's neither here nor there. We're going to play a clip from our podcast with Josh Sharp. So just right. listen and enjoy that and get high. What? And with that in mind, we'd like to take the pressure off of us for a second and introduce you to the reader of today. He's a recent NYU dropout, and we know that means a recipe for success. Oh, yes, indeed. Dropping out of school and into our hearts, we have young novelist and self-proclaimed genius, Clint Dimples, for you. Enjoy. Uh, Hello, my name is um, Clint Dimples, and um, this is a piece of short literature that I call the story. There was once a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate. Though her parents, who had been professors, died eight months before in an automobile accident while returning from an academic conference on the viability of the universal basic income, the girl was of a happy sort, her optimism only fading to melancholia on nights such as these, when the rain shuddering at the windows made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. Is everything all right? He asked the girl. I'm just having trouble sleeping. She said it's hard sometimes. Yes, I know, said the grandfather. Maybe a story would help? The little girl nodded, and so the old man began. There once was a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate. Though her parents, who had been professors, died eight months before in an automobile accident while returning from an academic conference on the viability of the universal basic income, the girl was of a mostly happy sort, her optimism only fading to melancholia on nights such as these, when the rain shuddering at the windows made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. Is everything all right? He asked the girl. I'm just having trouble sleeping, she said. It's hard sometimes. Yes, I know, said the grandfather. Maybe a story would help? The little girl nodded, and so the old man began. There once was a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate, though her parents, who had invented the soda stream, were murdered eight months before while leaving a Papa John's pizza in Bridgeport, Connecticut. The girl was of a mostly happy sort, her optimism only fading to melancholia on nights such as these when the rain shuddering at the windows made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. 
Is everything all right? He asked the girl. I'm just having trouble sleeping, she said. It's hard sometimes. Yes, I know, said the grandfather. Maybe a story would help. The little girl nodded, and so the old man began. There was once a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate, though her parents, who had been professors, died eight months before in an automobile accident while returning from an academic conference on the viability of the universal basic income. The girl was of a mostly happy sort, her optimism only fading to melancholia on nights such as these when the rain shuddering at the window made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. Is everything all right? He asked the girl. I'm just having trouble sleeping, she said. It's hard sometimes. (laughs) I know how that is, said the grandfather, with the trouble sleeping. Is that why you sleep on the roof? The little girl asked. Yes, that's why. That's why I sleep on the roof. I see, she said. And no other reason, he yelled. Okay, cool, fine, said the girl. Will you tell me a story? Said the old man. A story. Oh, yeah, sure, right. Story. Yeah. Oh, I can do that. And so the old man began. There once was a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate, though her parents, who had been professors, died eight months before in an automobile accident while returning from an academic conference on the viability of the universal banking of sick income. The girl was of a mostly happy sort, her optimism only failing to melancholy on nights such as these when the rain shuddering at the windows made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, long, pointed, and yellow, like a beak, this nose, like a big fucking beak. Her grandfather, the man, he just climbed the, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. Is everything all right? He asked the girl. I'm just having trouble sleeping, she said. It's hard sometimes. Yes, I know, he said, scratching at his big fucking beak nose. Maybe a story would help. Sure, Grandpapa, but uh, what's happening to you? Whatever do you mean, he asked. Your nose, it's turned into a beak like that of a bird. And sure enough, it had the nose ossified into a large yellow beak. Squawk, said the grandfather. Squawk, squawk, as feathers, deep blue and red feathers, began to shoot out of his back. Squawk, he said. Squawk! Why, grandfather, the little girl cried, you're turning into a bird, a real fucking bird with a giant fucking beak. It's amazing. His feet now claws. He reached over and stood atop the girl's wrists. Then he flapped and flapped until he started to rise over the bed, clutching the small girl beneath him. His great wings swatting at the walls, he tilted his feathered crown forward and burst, beak first, out of the large attic window. The girl hung below him as they made their way up, higher and higher, until the house was but a speck below them. She looked up. Thank you, Grandpapa. Thank you. Thank you for transforming into a big fucking bird and taking flight. And then the old man let forth a mighty squawk, spread his wings wide, and the two soared off into the warm night air, floating and finally free. The end. What a lovely story, said the little girl. But I must ask, was the grandpa in that story, the one who turned into a bird, was he supposed to be you? Me? The old man replied. (laughs) Whatever you mean. I mean, said the little girl, that maybe it is you who wants to be a bird? I'm asking in part because I know you like to sleep on the roof. I told you about that already. I just do that because I like it. No other reason, he shouted. Well, sure, said the girl, but the way in which you, you know, chew my food up for me and our winter foods, our winter trips down south, it just all makes me think that maybe you want to be a bird for some reason, which, to be honest, is sort of a ridiculous notion given that you're a grown man. And so if you actually want to be a bird, well, I don't know, maybe you're just uh, crazy. Okay, story time is over, said the old man. I'm turning off the lights now. It's time for bed. He pulled the chain on the lamp and all was still. 
I know you have to use the ladder in my room to climb onto, climb onto the roof, Grandpa, said the little girl. So you can turn the lights back on and, and get it if you want. Okay, I'll turn them on just because I want to turn them on. How about that, said the old man, fumbling for the chain. There we go. They're on. The lights are on. Oh, and look, it's the ladder I need to get on the roof. You know, I better go up there to check on some of the tiles and the roofing and other things. Not to sleep, just to, you know, check it out. I trust you won't mind turning the lights off once I'm up there, you know, just in case I take a while. No, Grandpapa, of course not. All right, he said, here I go, up the ladder to check on the tiles. Night-night, I'm almost to the top. Shutting the hatch behind him, the old man sat down on the roof, pulled his knees to his chest, then looked up to the sky and quietly sobbed. A pigeon landed on his shoulder, and the man gently scooped the bird in his palms and pulled it close. Not today, he whispered, snot running down his face. Maybe someday, but not today. The end. What a sad story, said the little girl. I feel sad for the man in that story who told that other story, the man who wanted to be a bird. Yes, the old man replied, but sometimes it is the sad stories that give us comfort, that remind us of how lucky we are to have what we have. Your parents left you with a great fortune, and uh, you should take solace in that. She nodded. Yes, but I still miss Mom and Pop. She paused. Grandpa, do you think they'll ever find who murdered my parents in front of that Papa John's pizza in Bridgeport, Connecticut? The grandfather thought for a moment. No, I'm almost certain they will not. He drew in a labored breath. I was very careful. The girl looked up at him. You are what? I said I was careful. He stood up over her bed. And what's more, I'm not like the old man in that story, pretending to be something he's not. It's time you know who I really am, little girl. I murdered your parents outside of that Papa John's pizza in Bridgeport, Connecticut. The girl pulled back towards the wall. You what? Why would you do that? Because I wanted that soda stream money. And with them gone, now only you stand in my way. In one quick motion, he removed the knife from his sleeve and plunged it into the little girl's chest. He pulled her close to his face and whispered, Let me hear you squawk before you fly away, little bird. Let me hear you squawk. Stop, 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 the little girl shouted. I don't like it when the stories turn scary. I'm sorry if I gave you a fright, said the old man, catching himself. I just thought a little adventure story might take your mind off things. Yes, but a story about a man who tells a story of some other man who lies and yet another story is a way of revealing that he's murdered a little girl's parents when I'm here sad about my parents? What are you thinking, you old kook? And what was all that bird stuff? You're right. You're right, the old man replied, standing up from bed. I guess I just got away from myself. He backed out of the room. Good night. It won't happen again. He opened the bedroom door and tumbled into the dark, empty vacuum of space. The house fell away from him and he slowly drifted, naked now to his boxer shorts, earth far off in the distance. A chorus of male voices, hundreds of them, came at him from every direction. You've done well, my good and favored son. Squawk. Know that you are good and strong and that your cock is mighty and powerful. Squawk. And as he crossed into the black hole, his every atom splitting into more energy than powers our sun, his frozen form on the event horizon trapped for eternity was that of a man, arms spread wide and reaching for something greater. The end. I don't get it, said the little girl. <laughs> Come to think of it, said the old man. Me either. He gave her a kiss on the head. A nightingale landed on the windowsill. He pulled out an old luger he'd stolen from a Nazi during the war, and then he shot the bird dead. The end. The <laughs> end.